Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by Tom Walker. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking the time to tune in to us today. Yeah, um, it was an interesting week last week, wasn't it Tom? I, I can already sense how you're going to downplay this, but I won us a bet. <laughs> <laughs> For the second week in a row. Yeah, well... Um... You did put out on Twitter that, you know, can we claim it? Are we allowed? It, if we explain it for the listeners in case they didn't know, right? So, so it started off as a treble, didn't it? Brentford, Mansfield and Hull. Mansfield yeah. got postponed, so it ended up with a very short price double. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but it was a winner, right? So It was a winner and we are allowed to claim it because, hey... My bookie paid me out for the double. So if you backed it, then you would have got some kind of payout. Um, the fact that Mansfield was called off, as you said, took around £35 off the return price. Um, Brentford were 1-3 to three and the Hull were 9-20. to 20. So not exactly, you know, delving into... Uh, delving into a magic trick box to, to tip those two. But nevertheless, a treble, and I'm counting it. Well, a double, sorry, and I'm counting it. Yeah, well, it didn't lose, so why not? There we go. Um, yeah, so if you're new to the show, here's what we do. So we're going to go through the Premier League, the Championship, League One and League Two. We're going to go through our favourite picks from each of the leagues, um, picking out the best odds, best tips that we've got for you, and hopefully win you a bit of money this weekend. Um, shall we start with the Prem? Saturday is somewhat of a dog's dinner in terms of betting. <laughs> so we've got Villa against Arsenal to kick us off on Saturday, 12.30. Villa priced at 8-5. to five. The draw 5-2 to two and Arsenal 13-8 to eight favourites. You know, Arsenal, as we know, went down to nine men in their last game in, week, in midweek, losing away at Wolves 2-1. Um, and Villa have been kind of hit and miss recently, win one, lose one over the last few weeks. I just don't know where this is going to go. OK, I get that. I'm on Arsenal. Yeah, I'm on Arsenal. Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Um, yeah, they were terrible, Tom, against West Ham. Really, really bad. Uh, they beat Southampton 1-0. Uh, we've seen after, obviously, United's uh, demolition of Southampton, they're not exactly at it right now. Previously, they lost to Burnley, a relegation candidate. They beat Newcastle at home, and this was poor Newcastle. Lost to City, lost to Liverpool, lost to United, drew to Chelsea. So, like, when you actually look at it, those results and against the opponents that they've faced haven't been great. And I look at Arsenal... And everyone's going to say, oh, Arsenal just lost to Wolves. Arsenal were in absolute cruise control until uh, the red card. Obviously, they, they did so well. I thought that they were going to run out two, three, four, uh, nil to one winners. Obviously, red cards and two of them especially change games massively. I'm not reading much into that. I think Arteta will have them bang at it again. And I'm going for Arsenal, mate. 13 well, to it's a good eight. Price. It is a good price, yeah. 13 to 8. Yeah, 13 to 8. And, you know, they've they've been decent on the road as of late. And 
and yeah, I, I don't see them uh, missing an opportunity to reclaim those points they lost at Wolves. Okay. All right then. So let's move on to three o'clock. Burnley against Brighton. Uh, Burnley five to two. The draw eleven to five. Brighton six to five. Obviously Brighton coming off that, coming off the back of two excellent one nil victories at home to Spurs and away at Liverpool. Um, as you can see by the odds, the favourites now for this one off the back of those two wins at six to five. Uh, do you think they've got enough about them? Yeah, it. I mean, they defended brilliantly, didn't they, at Anfield? And, you know, they haven't conceded a goal in the last three games now. For a team fighting relegation, that's absolutely unbelievable. Um, I don't know if I fancy a team to win here, Tom. I, I don't know about you. I'm looking at under 2.5 goals. Unfortunately, it's, it is to is I can't say I'm surprised. Uh, but, yeah, when doing my research... In all matches, 71.43% of Burnley's games are under 2.5. Brighton, 54.55% of their games are under 2.5. So, yeah, for me, it's it all points towards a 1-0 for somebody, you know, a 1-1 maybe. Mm. It's going to be a tight one. It's, it's a relegation. Yeah. It's a relegation game. Make make no uh, make no mistake. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Under two point five, I think that's probably the sensible way to go. Um, Brighton five consecutive games under two point five. Um, five consecutive games that have either finished one nil or nil nil. So yeah, I think that's probably the best way to go. Which leads us into our second three o'clock game on Saturday: Newcastle against Southampton. A lot of losses between these two sides combined. Um, if you stick the last 10 games combined, they've got eight losses and two wins between them. So neither is on particularly good form. Um, as we saw, and I'm sure nobody's managed to escape this, Southampton lost 9-0 to Manchester United in midweek. Uh, a horrendous result, their second 9-0 beating in consecutive seasons. So... Shocking form. Has that now hit rock bottom and they're going to rebound and show something here against Newcastle who have lost literally, what, I'm just reading it now, seven of the last eight games across all competitions. Ah, Jesus, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> I I like the look of Newcastle. Two to one. Really? Yeah, two to one. Southampton, uh, Bednarek's going to be involved. His red card was overturned, obviously, but they're still missing an unbelievable amount of players. Uh, their starting eleven looks okay. It's probably got two or three holes in it, and then the bench is youth team players, and they had to uh, name two goalkeepers on the bench against United. And for me, I can't see anything other than another loss for Southampton coming off that battering. Newcastle are turning a corner. I know... When you when you read it out like that, Tom, it, it's really bad, <laughs> and it's hard for me to justify the Magpies. But you know, they went away to Everton, they beat them two 0 They were slightly unlucky, I'd say. It probably deserved to be a draw in midweek against Crystal Palace at home against Leeds uh, two games before. You know, slightly unfortunate. Probably did deserve to lose, but they are turning a corner. And I see Southampton just going one way, and that is uh, that is down the road of defeat. And Newcastle two to one. Am I saying 
you know, remortgage the house and bang it on. No. But, you know, two to one for a team at home against a team that's just lost 9-0 with, I think it's 11 injuries. Perks my interest. Two to one is a fantastic price. But I, I, I appreciate what you're saying, but I'm going nowhere near this game. <laughs> Not even Callum Wilson. He's He's in some great form at the moment. Yeah, fantasy football points. Hmm. If if he wants to bag, then feel free, Callum. But okay. uh, yeah. Anyway, so I'm saying Newcastle with a pinch of salt. Tom is saying absolutely nothing that he likes. Not the most exciting three o'clock, is it? Burnley, Brighton, Newcastle, Southampton. I think you're best off either going out for lunch or uh, actually you can't even go out for lunch. So you stick soccer Saturday on. Yeah, soak in the <laughs> EFL, I'd say. Yeah. Um, okay, five thirty. Fulham against West Ham. Fulham price at five to two. The draw thirteen to five, and West Ham twenty-one to twenty. Uh, West Ham sitting nicely in fifth position. Jay Ling's a, <laughs> a brace on his debut. Uh, not many people probably saw that saw that one coming. Fair play to him. Settled right in. Started off like a house on fire. For me. I'm going for West Ham here, 21 to 20. I feel like just when I thought Fulham were turning the corner, picking up points, albeit mainly draws, but still picking up points nonetheless, um, they've now not won in seven consecutive games. And you've got this West Ham side who, uh, you know, they're banging form. Since the turn of the year, they've won seven of their eight games, losing only to Liverpool. So no shame in that. I know Liverpool's form is a bit dodgy, but, you know, no shame in losing to Liverpool. Really, so yeah, for me, the Hammers to continue their run at twenty-one to ten is a good price, and to add a little bit of extra onto that, head-to-head between these two sides, um, West Ham have won the last five meetings, and Fulham haven't kept a clean sheet against West Ham for eighteen consecutive games. Wow, wow! I, I'm fully on West Ham as well. Yeah, for me, West Ham uh, probably the best bet. On a Saturday, I'd say. I agree. In the, I agree. In the Prem, anyway. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, one more Saturday game. It's Man United against Everton at eight o'clock. United one to two. The draw ten to three. Everton big outsiders eleven to two. Um, what? <laughs> Usually, I'd be in on United, especially after the 9-0. 1-2 feels a little bit short to me. Um, Everton do seem like they've picked up as well. They've won four of the last six games, losing just one. Um, I can't confidently back Man United here at 1-2, so I'm, I'm kind of just thinking, watching brief. I think it's easy to get carried away with the 9-0 and forget that the game before that at Old Trafford, they lost at home Sheffield United 2-1. Yeah. So, for me, it's just too many alarm bells. Everton, good side, you know, uh, won their last four away from home. I I just, there's nothing I fancy, to be honest with you. No, and that's absolutely fine. Um, Sometimes there's not. So, I think it'll be a decent game to watch, but not from the betting perspective. So, we'll move to Sunday then. bit more I think on Sunday compared to what we just read out on Saturday so uh, hopefully people won't feel too short changed from the Premier League here. Spurs against West Brom kicks us off at 12 o'clock on Sunday 
Spurs, as you'd expect, four to eleven for the win. The draw four to one, and West Brom fifteen to two. I'm not happy with four to eleven for Spurs, but I can see exactly why it is that because West Brom are poor, and I think Spurs will probably get the win, but. I'm not going anywhere near it at, at that price. <laughs> no, no, it's a terrible price. I, I tried to, I tried to do a bit of digging. I can offer you Tottenham to win and both teams to score. Tom, West Brom scored in five of their last six games, and Tottenham have have not exactly managed to close out games recently. Obviously, they're coming off the back of a defeat against Brighton. Conceded three against Liverpool, one against Wickham, one against Sheffield United, one against Fulham. Uh, then you've got a couple of clean sheets before that. But now we're talking, you know, the second and and fifth of, of January, which was, you know, six, seven games ago now. So that's something that I could see. I could see maybe a 3-1, a 4-1, something like that. Uh, Matty Pereira, I think he scored five in his last seven. So... Look, look to him for a chink of light. And the new signing, completely forgot his name, uh, started up front uh, the other day against Sheffield United, looked all right. So maybe maybe that will get you a bit of better value. Yeah, I think so, because that 4-11 to 11 stinks. Uh, yeah. But we'll move on to a team that is better value, and that's Leicester. They're playing away at Wolves, and they're priced at 6-5 to five for the victory. You can get Wolves at 23 to 10 and the draw at 12 to 5. But for me, Leicester, uh, 6 to 5 is a good price. I feel like this is kind of similar to the West Ham game. You're getting a good team who are in form at a price above evens against a team in Wolves who, as we've mentioned, beat Arsenal last time out, but very much courtesy of the red cards. Not impressed with Wolves whatsoever recently, especially since Jimenez's injury. And Leicester just keep going on, don't they? They keep going, keep plugging away, keep getting the results, Vardy or no Vardy. Um, they're getting the victories. They've got the second best away record in the league, played 11, won eight, lost just one. Um, and I can see a, another comfortable victory here. I don't think they're going to batter Wolves, but maybe a 2-0, something like that to Leicester. Yeah, I mean, you know, we we just... You just hit the nail on the head. We just spoke about how you can't read into Arsenal's loss too much. So it's only fair to caveat Wolves' victory and say that it was heavily, you know, supported basically by the uh by the red cards, etc. And I'm all in on Leicester, mate. All in. Yeah. James Madison has been fantastic. Ikinacho played really well in midweek. So yeah, all on Leicester. Absolutely. So that leads us then to 4.30's game, which is, you know, in terms of the title race and the implications on the Premier League for this season, arguably the biggest one of the weekend and biggest one for a while. Um, Liverpool against Manchester City. Liverpool at home, priced at 12 to 5. It's been a long time since we've seen Liverpool at home priced at that, you know, that price, considering they're unbeaten for about four years. Hmm. Um, the draw eleven to four. Man City the favourites at twenty one to twenty. For me, I'm I'm Man City. You know, I just can't argue with Man City's recent record. They look like they're cruising. They're breezing the league. Uh, Thirteen wins in a row. No losses in twenty consecutive games. So many clean sheets amongst that as well. I just I just can't see this misfiring Liverpool side. One, breaching Man City's defences at the moment. And 
two, I think City will get goals. So I can't certainly can't see Liverpool outscoring Man City. Um, yeah, twenty-one to twenty is a good price for for City here. I don't know what you think to that. What do I think? I think this is an absolute gold mine, and I just Man City have won thirteen games in a row in all in all comps. Yeah. Thirteen games in a row. Um, oh man, I just yeah, you just hit the nail on the head. Like, how can you how can you look at this game and and not be drawn in by City? Uh, yes, Liverpool defending champions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But what are they going to do at the back? Are they going to play um, Williams and um, Henderson? Clearly, you know, there's a young lad there and a central midfield player. Are they going to throw in one of the new lads? Um, the Turkish guy is on loan from Schalke, who just escaped. Uh, the all-time Bundesliga record for games without a win. And they escaped it by one game. And then the uh, and then Ben Davis, obviously, you know, sure, he's probably a very good player, but is he good enough to to keep out City the way that they're playing at the moment? Bloody hell, imagine that. Ben Davis, here you go, mate. First game. That's what I mean. Defend yeah. against Man City. Welcome yeah. to the Prem, mate. Yeah, Man City possibly... <laughs> the best form we've ever seen them, possibly, that or the Centurion season. Yeah, yeah 21 to 20, City all day for me, all day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely agree with that. Um, finally then, Sheffield United against Chelsea for Sunday, 11 to 2 for Sheffield United, 10 to 3 for the draw and 1 to 2 for Chelsea. Uh, as we speak, Chelsea are currently playing Tottenham. Chelsea have taken the lead, 1-0. This is going to be a tough game for Chelsea. Sheffield United, you know, they've had a little mini revival. I'm, I'm absolutely sure that, you know, that they're not going to perform any kind of great escape this season. But still, four wins in the last six games, three of the last four, the only defeat coming to Manchester City. They started to turn a corner and they're going to be very tough to beat. And I just don't fancy Chelsea at one to two enough right now. I want to give it a few more weeks to see how they turn things around or if they turn things around properly with uh, Thomas Tuchel in charge. Yep. Tom, you just took the, um, literally it's like you read my note out loud, yeah. like you've just seen it. I just want to see what Chelsea are about for one, two yeah. more games before I start trusting them. And yeah, Sheffield United, they're going to go down, but they've got the uh, fire in the belly, haven't they? So it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's a dangerous game to bet on. Definitely. Um, so we've got one more game in the Premier League. That comes on Monday. Leeds against Crystal Palace. I do not trust either of these teams <laughs> whatsoever. From a betting perspective, I don't think there could be a worse, more unpredictable team than Leeds. Yeah, I agree. Anything all you like of, no, no, goal, goals maybe, both teams to score. I, I, I no, honestly, yeah. The only thing that I've got wrote down here is both teams to score. Um, just because when you do have a look at the players on show, Rafinha, Bamford, Eze, Zaha, etc. Like, surely both teams have got a score here. Uh, it's four to seven. So the price, I was hoping for a bit more. But um, I can see why it's, it's so short. But in terms of a, of a result, my God. <laughs> You you need to get that 
Can you remember the octopus that used to predict the World Cup games? <laughs> yeah, I can. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We need to get him. Let him pick these kind of games because it's a honestly, it's a coin toss. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's it then for the Premier League. Let's talk a little bit about Manscaped. Yes. Valentine's Day is upon us, fellas, so make sure you're ready for wherever the night may take you. Our friends at Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming, are here to tell you that you need to use the best tools for the job so you can be ready for anything on that special day. And we're not just talking the uh, male grooming products anymore, are we, Tom? Because Manscaped have come out with their new refined cologne, which came through the post for me um two days ago and i'm actually quite enjoying it it's very manly yes yes definitely it's certainly not going to uh you're certainly not going to smell like your bird are you with uh with that on but yeah 20 percent <laughs> off and free shipping with fbp20 at the checkout so yeah get it in time for valentine's day and uh make sure that you Treat the lady the way that she needs to be treated. Anyway, moving on, Tom. Championship. Yep, championship. I'm just going to dive straight in with one that I think is a really good price. Um, and that's Brentford. Away at Middlesbrough. Brentford priced at 13 to 10. 13 to 10 for a team sat second in the championship on a 19-game unbeaten run. I feel like this is kind of Man City all over again. <laughs> Um, yeah, 19-game unbeaten run for Brentford. Ivan Tony had already broken the 20-goal mark for the season. Um, I feel like there's a kind of myth at the moment that a Neil Warnock Middlesbrough are tough to play against away from home. Um, they're really, really poor at home. Let's dispel that myth right now. Their last home games, they've lost 3-0 to Rotherham, 1-0 to Blackburn. 1-0 to Birmingham. That is poor. Not to score a single goal against two sides in the relegation mix and Blackburn, who are just sitting around mid-table, is poor. Uh, they scored one goal. Or, sorry, they scored two goals in the last five games and they were both in the same game against Forest. And I just think Brentford are just... There's so many goals in Brentford at the moment. They scored seven against Wickham. Three against Bristol City in the last two games. It's just a, such a contrast of form um, for me that this is a great price for Brentford, and, I, and I'm all in on it. Yeah, unbelievable price for Brentford. That um, yeah, they're coming off the back of a seven-two win. It's what more do you need? Honestly, what more do you need? Yeah, um, yeah, I agree with you, Tom. I mean, there's always there's always an opportunity that you can get. Warnocked, do you know what I mean? I don't like going against him because you know his teams always feel like they're capable of a performance. But yeah. my god, I mean, Brentford, as you said, the most informed team in uh, in the championship at the moment. Let's talk about let's talk about Reading, Tom. I'm a Reading believer now. Um, do you what? yeah, I, I am. On the podcast, you've slated Reading I know. every opportunity you've got. I know. I can't stand them. I, I really don't like that club. I don't. It's the front, the front few, right? Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm so jealous. As a Forest fan, I'm so jealous. Like, Lucas Yao, Swift, 
Ijaria and Olis as a four. It's stupid. Like it's it's so so attractive. Um, they're playing it away at Stoke this weekend. Stoke haven't won in nine games. I feel like that's very low key. No, very under the radar. Yeah, not many very. people are talking about that. It's pretty much timed with uh, Tyrese Campbell's injury. Um, didn't quite realise they were relying on him so much, but evidently, you know, it's not going their way. Uh, they have still scored goals at times, but typically, apart from a, a 3-3 against Stoke, uh, they haven't scored more than two in a game, Tom, since the 24th of November. And that was against Norwich at home. They lost 3-2. They've scored no more than one goal in every game um, since that point. And, That's not great. Yeah, and I, I can see Reading scoring two. So can I see Stoke scoring two? No. So therefore, I'm going to tip Reading. Uh, they're 21 yeah. to 10. And listen, I still don't necessarily like Reading for personal reasons, but I'm happy to admit that they look absolutely fantastic. I was wrong about them at the start of the season. And I can't bet against them making the playoffs at the moment. No. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I agree. And I think they're a fantastic price. I'll tell you what, after we've got over that that Saturday Premier League, there's a lot of good prices to be had. Um, yes. And I think I could potentially have another one for us here. Ooh. So, Bristol City to win at home against Cardiff. Um, Bristol City are the home side. They're the outsiders for this one. They're 23 to 10. Cardiff are the favourites, 13 to 10. Um, And I don't know why they're the favourites, because they've not won for eight consecutive games. Mick McCarthy's come into Cardiff. They've not had any kind of new manager bounce. Um, they've not had a win since he's come in. And they're playing a Bristol City side who kind of win one, lose one, win one, lose one, as they often are. Um, At home, though, is where their form really shines. They've won four of the last five home games. Uh, They've beaten Huddersfield, Preston, Wickham and Blackburn at home and lost just the one to Millwall in the last five games, all coming kind of in the last six, seven weeks. So if they're on a good winning run at home against sides who are, I'd say, are better than Cardiff this season, above Cardiff in the league, I certainly think they can beat Cardiff. And at 23-10, to 10, I don't quite understand the pricing for this one. Um, Cardiff's last few away games, they've lost away at Wickham. Obviously not good. Um They've drew against Barnsley, lost away at Norwich. So, yeah, not exactly performing well away from home. Bloody hell, this scares me. (laughs) This scares me. I don't like Bristol City at all at the moment. I don't like Cardiff. to be honest. Yeah, I don't like Bristol City right now. I don't like Cardiff right now. I just, I, I took, to be honest with you, Tom, and it's fine to disagree that it's football, but I looked at that game, a cold shiver ran down my spine, and then I (laughs) swiftly moved on. Um, But fair play to you. You found something that you you potentially see some value in. Um, Let's talk about Rotherham, 
Tom. Are Rotherham going to stay up? Possibly. They're two... They've got every chance, haven't they? Yeah, They've got every chance. They're two points off survival with two games in hand on uh, Birmingham, Derby, Forest, Coventry. Um, they're away at Preston. Preston, they've had, on paper, they've had like a really good window, apart from obviously losing their centre-back to Liverpool, which they probably didn't expect. But they're just stuttering a little bit. Uh, Daniel Johnson, I think, is a big miss. He's not been in the side consistently due to injury uh, this season. I'm not saying Rotherham are going to win, but I'm looking at double chance. I don't see Rotherham going there and getting beaten at the moment. It is 8-15, to 15, which I was hoping for a hell of a lot more, to be honest with you. But Rotherham, obviously coming off the back of a 3-0 win at home to Derby. Uh, they did lose at home to Swansea. No disgrace there. Swansea going for uh, the title, possibly. Automatic promotion, for sure. And then previously, Tom, another result to back you up. They uh, obviously went to the Riverside and won 3-0. Um, in yeah. a midweek game as well. So, uh, four out of their last uh, five, sorry, three out of the last four games have scored three goals. Everything seems to be clicking at the moment, and Preston are just not quite at it right now. And, you know, yeah. Rotherham, if you fancy them to win, they're two to one. Uh, that would be a, a brave bet, but, you know, double chance for sure. Yeah, I could see that. Rotherham really uh, putting a run together and giving themselves every opportunity of getting out of uh, the relegation mire. I don't know about you, but that's that's it for me. I was really toying with throwing Forest out there, but then <laughs> I remembered it's Forest, so I thought I'd better not. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think I'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> okay, let's move on to League One then. Anything you want to go for to uh, get us kicked off? Yeah, um, League leaders, Tom. Hull City, it's a classic top against bottom here. Um, massive contrast in points. Burton, bottom, 16 points. Hull, top, 48 points. <laughs> I mean, a lot has changed, you know, Um Burton have got a new manager in. They had a decent January. They had three or four additions that look capable at lower League One level. Certainly giving themselves a chance. Hall strengthened as well. You know, I'm not going to go too much into this because, you know, when you're tipping top against bottom, you're hardly a rocket scientist. 8 to 11 for Hull. It will be a tough game. Burton will definitely be up for it. But, you know, surely they should get the job done there. You'd think so. Um, I'm just looking at the table. The the difference in the amount of games played in League One is crazy. Unbelievable, <laughs> isn't it? You've got like you've got Crew who have played 27, for example, and Accrington who have played like 22. Doncaster have played 22. Hull have played 25. Charlton 26. It's it's all over the place. So um, yeah, I'm not. I completely think your tip will win, but. Sometimes the league table may lie to you a little bit just based on the amount of games played. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure Hull will win this game, absolutely. Yeah, just a quick word on that, Tom. I, I don't want to send the shivers down the spine of particularly Peterborough United listeners. Well, it helps to look at the PPG table. Um, so actually, PPG, the top six, 
is in reverse order. Peterborough, Accrington, Portsmouth, Hull, Lincoln, Doncaster. And Doncaster mm. in the actual table are in third. And Accrington yeah. aren't in the playoffs. They're in seventh in the real table. So, you know, I, I, I've been looking at that in League One just to try give me a bit of a better idea of what's going on. Yeah, no, that's that's great advice. Um, nice thing to read out, definitely. Doncaster, yeah, three points behind Hull uh, with three games in hand. So Doncaster looking in a really good position, although it's a massive test for them this weekend um, against Oxford United. Oxford have won nine games in a row, uh, no losses in 13. I, I, I don't dare touch that game, to be honest. But, no, not one yeah, bit, but I can't wait, can't wait to see what happens. Yeah, big game towards the top end of that league. Mm-hmm. Um, something I do like the look of, you mentioned Accrington Stanley. Bang up there this season in the playoffs on points per game. They're 7-10 to 10 to win at home to Northampton. Northampton are struggling. They're in 21st in the league. They've kind of been down there struggling all season, to be honest. Uh, and Accrington just seemed to kind of go from strength to strength. They got what's well, their best win of the season. In the last game in midweek, they beat Bristol Rovers 6-1. Um, so, yeah, fantastic win at home for them. Prior to that, at home, they beat Hull 2-0. So, two extremely strong home results on the bounce. And if they can do that, they can definitely beat this struggling Northampton side. Yeah, Northampton sitting ducks, really, aren't they, at the moment? You, I, so. I just I just don't fancy them, unfortunately. In any game right now, and maybe it will change, maybe it won't. Tom, did you know that Sunderland are unbeaten away from home all season? I didn't actually. No, neither did I <laughs> till about two hours ago. Um, I was looking at the MK Don Sunderland game uh, immediately, obviously swaying towards Sunderland. Thought I'd do a bit of research. It does, it's almost 50-50 in terms of wins and draws. They've won six and drew five of 11. But they've only conceded four goals on the road all season. And away from home recently, they've won their last three. They have only lost one of their last six, home or away. At Sunderland are, are looking like a great bet. Like I'm reading it. I'm going through everything, and uh, yeah, it's it's looking pretty ominous. Um, I know we, we, Tom, we try not to look at the Papa John's pizza trophy, but when <laughs> when it's when it's a carbon copy repeat. So in midweek, MK Dons nil Sunderland three, and on Saturday it's MK Dons versus Sunderland again at Stadium MK. It's hard to not look at that. Um, obviously, I agree. Yeah, so. Even though I tried to look at the team's typical pizza cup kind of uh, team selection, very mismatched, a couple of key players rested. But yeah, Sunderland for me, they're priced at five to four. So I really like that. And I'm also going to throw out there, with everything taken into consideration, neither of these two teams are particularly potent. And obviously I just read Sunderland's incredible defensive record. Five to two. For Sunderland to win and under 2.5 goals. I think that mm. could be a really good bet. But yeah, even Sunderland yeah, like on the it. nose, Tom. 5-4, to four, I think that's 
unbelievable. I think from what we've read out, especially in the EFL, um, if results go as we think, people could make some good money this weekend. I know we're only just about halfway through League One, but all these teams that we're reading out, the over-evens like Sunderland's, Brentford's, Man City's, Leicester's, um, I've read out Bristol City, you've talked about Rotherham. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's some great prices for teams that are in form this weekend. Um, yes. And if things go as we hope they will, there'll be a lot of money to be made this weekend. There really will. Tasty stuff. Yeah, big time. Um, and it wouldn't be a League One section of the podcast without talking about the Rochdale and Overs <laughs> market. <laughs> One of us had to go there. I'll go there. Um, so Rochford play... Rochford? Rochford. <laughs> Rochford. Who are they? <laughs> Rochdale against Charlton. Let's talk about the Rochdale against Charlton uh, game and the Overs market. So... Rochdale have had nine of their last 10 consecutive games over 2.5 goals. Goals have followed Rochdale wherever they go. Um, I'm not going to keep reading out the scores every week because we've done it a lot in the past and it's bored people. It's a goal fest wherever Rochdale play. Um, and I can see no different here because the last, the last time these two sides met in January, the 12th of January, this game ended 4 all. So, yeah, I think over 2.5, 8 to 11, over 3.5, 7 to 4, over 4.5, 9 to 2. If you fancy something ridiculous like a repeat of the 4 all, you're looking at, I don't even have over 7.5 on the bookies, but 6.5 is 22 to 1. But I think um, definitely 2.5 at 8 to 11 is a fantastic price. Yes, I'm all for it. As you said, you know, we mention it every week, but we're kind of doing that for a reason. So, yes, definitely something that I'm interested in. Tom, my League One is pretty much dried up. I don't know if you've got anything you want to, you want to add. No, no, let's look at League Two. Okay, let's look at League Two then. So, Tom... Newport. It's been. This is the week they turn it around, right? It, it is. It is. It's always scary when you tip a team that hasn't won in their last nine games, <laughs> to be honest with you. But they're playing against Grimsby. They haven't won in their last eight. So it's like, who. Who. So you, you put these two on a pitch, right? And. I use this every week, so sorry, listeners. But this game gets played 10 times. Newport win like eight, nine times. So it's like when you're, at, when you're playing roulette, if you ever go to a casino, you either go with the grain, right? So it's red, red, red. You keep betting red, but eventually it's going to turn to black. So do you keep riding the wave or do you bet black, knowing eventually that it will turn? And this is the same kind of thing with Newport. Eventually, they're too good to be, you know, put it this way. They've gone through horrendous run of form. They're still seventh in the league. Points per game, they're actually still fourth. So Mm. they're a good side. Grimsby, points per game, second bottom. Actual table, bottom. So 
Yeah. Newport for me, 17 to 20. If you're the kind of person that only likes to bet on teams that are playing well, this isn't for you. But Grimsby are in an absolute state at the moment. And this is the weekend that Newport turn it round. Yeah, definitely. I, I was going to say that myself. <clears throat> um, I agree. I think they will. Grimsby are really poor. Uh, Paul Hurst has come in and had zero effect. No, he. they're really struggling. And, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of turmoil off the pitch. Fans wanting, yeah. you know, uh, bored out, etc. By the way, I do apologise. They are not bottom in the real table. They are second bottom. But still, if the season finished now, they'd be playing National League football next year. So what's the yeah, difference, they'd, really? They'd be going down either way. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, I think I've got a nice little bet for us uh, in the South End against Walsall game. So I'm not bothered about the result. South End currently, uh, they've improved. They're three points away from safety at the moment, which is a far cry better from what they were a couple of months ago. Uh, still bottom, but they're in amongst the goals. They are starting to score more. And they play a Walsall side who cannot keep a clean sheet for love nor money. Uh, 16 consecutive games since Walsall last kept a clean sheet. And I'm going to back um, Southend to score at 1-2. to two. Hmm. So all we need is a Southend goal at any point in the game. And at 1-2, to two, we've got a winner. I do, li- I do like those bets. You're good at finding yeah. those, those nuggets. Yeah. I do like them. Yeah, they're they're good stuff. Uh, okay, well, I've got no more anyway for League Two. Oh. I don't know if you've got anything you like. Tranmere, come on, Tom. Tranmere, they've won five home games in a row. Come on, buddy. Port Vale haven't won any of their last six away games. Port Vale beat Southend five-one on the weekend. That is. An absolutely, absolute anomaly. I have no idea where that came from. Southend, obviously, their recent revival has taken a little bit of a hiccup. But do not be fooled. Do not be fooled. I, I am fully on the bandwagon of Tranmere here. They're up to fifth. Tom, I had no idea that they were up to fifth. Zero idea. They've crept up there. They're 11 to 10. They're at home. Tranmere all day for me. Mm, yeah, they've won four league games in a row, uh, including a win against Morecambe away, helped by a red card for Morecambe in their last game. But yeah, yeah, mate, they've got yeah, doing well. some serious momentum after a slow start. They remind me, are uh, they're like a League Two Oxford, just not as mm. crazy, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I can uh, definitely see them getting the win. Um, any more though? No, sorry, that's it. So. What we're going to oh. do now is we are going to have a look at last week's bombproof trebles. So mine was a bit of a mixed bag, to be honest. Um, I had Crew against Ipswich, both teams to score. It was one all, so that was in. I had Rochdale against Bristol Rovers. I was toying with over two point five, but I went for over three point five. Ended up two one to Rochdale, um, so that one didn't come in. And then finally. I had El Glossico, hmm. Cheltenham against Forest Green Rovers to be both teams to score, but that ended 0-0, so that was a bit of a stinker in that particular game. However, 
However, as we've mentioned, I had an unbelievable win. A giant win. No, not really. Um, I had Mansfield away at Warsaw. As we know, that got postponed, which meant that my treble turned into a double. And we've already touched on it. Brentford beat Wickham 7-2. Hull beat Swindon 1-0. So, yeah. kind of a winner, kind of not. Depends on what side of the of the uh, fence you're on. But this week, we are hopeful that all the games will go ahead. Uh, we're going to put together all of our research, all of our knowledge, etc., whatever you want to call it, into a couple of tips that we will be backing ourselves with £10 stakes. But we only want you guys to bet what you can afford to lose. So please gamble responsibly. And yeah, Tom, take it away, mate. What do you have for the profit chasers this week? Yeah, so I'll go first. Um, usually I do a bit of a special treble, so markets other than teams to win on the nose. But we've read out so many teams at good prices this weekend. I couldn't resist just going for a standard normal straight to win treble. So this is a, I can't believe they're that price treble. <laughs> Starting in the Prem, um, Manchester City away at Liverpool, priced at 21 to 20. Then in the Championship, Brentford away at Middlesbrough, 13 to 10. And Sunderland away at MK Dons at 5 to 4. The treble for a £10 example stake pays £111. That's, that's actually daylight robbery. That on paper is so good. <laughs> that, in, that in, terms teams, in, in terms of the teams picked, the returns incredible. Yeah, it's an absolute money making machine. That treble. Wow. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I absolutely love it. More from more like this from the bookies, please. I've got something pretty similar actually, um, in terms of what we're looking at, returns, it's not too far off. So I'm going to start off in the Premier League, and I'm going to go for West Ham, away at Fulham, they're 21-20. to 20. I'm going to drop down to the Championship, and I'm going to go for Reading, they're away at Stoke, they're 21-10. to 10. And then I'm going to drop all the way to League 2, and I'm going to go for Tranmere, they're at home against Port Vale, they're 11 to 10. 10 pounds on, Tom. Gonna, it's going to pay big. It's <laughs> going to be big. 10 pounds on returns 1, 3, 4. Oh, yeah. And 12p. I love it. Yeah, don't forget the 12p. So, yeah, fingers crossed that comes. Big in. money to be potentially made this weekend. There are, there are. There's some massive games. And, and we haven't tipped anything optimistic. Do you know what I mean? We're not going for Burton away at Hull, for example. It's it's all teams that should really win. Yeah, I agree. So, Absolutely. Yeah, uh, they are the tips. Tom, ah, I hate this part. Do you want to talk about fancy football? Yeah, um, I've done all right. So I don't mind again talking about fancy football. Good for you. Current game week, there's one going on as we speak, as we record. Um, I'm on 85 points. Wow. What are you on? 36. That's bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have got green arrows, which is a nice change. I'm up, I'm up to 119th, so I'm trying to crack that top 100 again in the uh, fancy 
the football betting podcast, Fantasy Football League. Yes. Okay. I mean, the league does have 216 teams in it. So 100th is not as bad as it, as it sounds. But uh, Tom, I've, I played my wild card. Well, it seems to be like you've wasted your wild card. <laughs> I think I've done it probably, you know, six months too late. <laughs> well, not six months, but yeah. Um, I finally decided to uh, to do that. I pretty much forgot it existed. So, yeah, I'm hoping to see an upturn in fortunes because I'm 165th and it's not good. Uh, so in terms of the top 10, though, uh, we're going to go through this in reverse order. Uh, Footy Links is 10th. Not sure if that's the individual's name. Uh, but yeah, Footy Links. Scott Strang, Andrew Robson, Paul Fraser, Andrew Johnson, Andrew Jones, Owen Fagan, David Arias, David Doherty, Sean Hayes is at the top with Rybridge United. Um, yeah, he's... 45. He's about 35 points ahead of David Doherty. So it's a good old title race we've got going on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you are not in the league and you have a fantasy football team, you can still join. Um, just ask us for the league code and we'll give it to you and you'll join at your rightful place. Yes, absolutely, Will. So uh, also please follow us on social media. T underscore FB podcast on Twitter, facebook.com slash football betting podcast. If you want to email us, uh, football betting podcast at gmail.com. And if you have enjoyed the show, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, so very exciting weekend ahead of us, Tom. Uh, good Thanks, luck, Tom. and I hope the profit chases go well. Nothing makes me happier and seeing a flood of bet slips on the weekend. Yeah, and hopefully they're winning bet slips as well. So, yeah, enjoy the show. Enjoy the bets this weekend. Hopefully you get some winners, and we'll see you again this time next week.